You're listening to the Mobcast Network. No, yes, that, that's part of the reason she listened to it. No, she's only listened once. Although I have been sending her the episodes before they air, so I be a little sneaky like that. That's fine. They're your episodes. You can do whatever you like with them. Um, On the YouTube channel, we um, actually got hits from Saudi Arabia and from Sweden. Well, I am dating several people from Saudi Arabia. Uh, You know, that's cool. (laughs) How's that? (laughs) Well, um, it's a little sandy. And it's a shame we don't speak the same language. So I don't know what they're saying to me, but, you know, you buy them trees, it's fine. <laughs> you buy them trees. <laughs> I, um, you ever watched, um, Anthony Bourdain's No Reservations? I have. There's a great episode where he goes to Saudi Arabia and gets fried chicken. Mm-hmm. I wish I was that rich. I could get on a plane and just go anywhere in the world to get fried chicken. See, what you gotta do mm-hmm. whenever you want to travel or, or try something new, you just have to be rich. It solves all your problems, <laughs> or or better yet, um, get your own television show. Yeah, and just pitch it properly, you know, make it seem prof- professional, and you can do anything. Well, you know, it's, like, it's all about tricking people. That's <laughs> how you can succeed. In maybe maybe with the Mopcast Network, we can. You know, isn't that our goal? Well, that is our goal. I we're mean, tricking our audience into listening. I don't. I don't think we're tricking them. I mean, I, speak for yourself. You maybe regard radio maybe tricking. More, you know. <laughs> We have the weekly mopcast. We don't trick anyone. Our four listeners and our Mothman. How are you all doing? You know, you know, not bad. We're um, ratings wise, we're, we're the top show. Out on iTunes? No, on on, on the Mopcast <laughs> Network. Oh, I misunderstood. <laughs> I can look at the chart about who listens to what, and uh, Mopcast One is is still number one. It's got like. 84, 85 hits as of, you know, this past weekend. Well, I'm weekend. glad to hear that this show is such a rousing success. <laughs> I, I I honestly, I think it's I, I think it's to the advertisements that we do. Because mm-hmm. we do a share and share alike mm-hmm. um, model. You know, you know we, we do Inverse Press and we do um, BeccaDoodles.com. We just finished doing uh, validation. And... Uh, well, like Marvel, individually, every show is good, but once you add them all together... They're amazing. It's it's, a, it becomes we a are whole the, new... Yeah, we are the Avengers of podcasts. Exactly. So. Take that competition. <laughs> you ready to get started? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so um, as I probably mentioned earlier, in, and this is, um, this is a hot topic. It's been going around for, for a little while now. Yes. And I don't understand it, and I want to understand it more, mainly because of what happened to Felicia Day, who I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. And I think what some cruel people did to her was horrible. And so um, I brought in our good friend Eric from Memory Card Radio. Hello. And uh, who is our, I guess, the Mopcast Network official video game Nato. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, we all have fields in our ex, you know, experts in our fields. I mean, you were definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, with for, Gamergate, I will have to come out of the gate. Haha, uh, pun intended. Ha, 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 look at there, pun. Um, and say that any formulation, I can't give an entirely unbiased opinion. Oh, that's fine. And, and well, I'm saying that for the radio people I, as well. I got you. I, I I can only explain things from my own viewpoint. So if you disagree with me, feel free. And, and you covered this. You covered this a little bit on Memory Card Many Radio. Many times it's become a running joke on um, Memory Card uh, Radio. So just like to most gamers. Um, <laughs> but so, so so Gamergate was this movement. I, originally, it started there. There was a woman. And I, I feel I don't need to name names, but um, she she cheated on a, a game journalist and with another game journalist behind his back, right? <laughs> okay. Um, she, she was an indie game developer. Right. She, she made a game called Depression Quest, which was not sold. It was a free game online. Right. And um, so the journalist had written on Twitter, you know, I've been cheated on, blah, 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 you know. And then gamers got 
involved and started giving her lots of harassment and oh. mail and it, you know it got it got very bad because the internet sucks sometimes that's well i'm getting there but that's basically oh it gets worse <laughs> oh we're nowhere near where, where gamergate is um they, i'm just setting you up oh, okay i got gotcha. you there there's it is impossible to just tell you in a sentence this, gotcha. this is a story that has to be set up once so, upon a time. <laughs> so around the same time that this was happening, um, there was a woman, uh, Arkesian. I know I just said I wouldn't say names, but I did anyway. I don't care. Um, she's been doing a series called Tropes versus uh, Video Games. Mm-hmm. And basically she is a feminist, and she wants to you know, say what tropes against women, whatever. She has her own show, and she doesn't just do video games. But right. It seems to be the thing. When she originally started, she had a Kickstarter. It got a lot of money, but a lot of hate from gamers because they don't want to hear criticism. Right. Um, this happens the exact same time, and you know, starts to move in, and it just created a giant cluster of chaos. So you have two women that are basically being terribly, terribly harassed in every which direction, but it goes beyond just their harassment, um, one of which had to leave their home because of how bad it got. Wow. Um, it also got from the fact that outside of that, gamers are starting to yell at each other. And so uh, there was like a, in a war, kind of like, like a flame war going on just all around gamers. And one of the Baldwin brothers got involved and he coined the term Gamergate because of, of, of the chaos. and Which know, Baldwin? <laughs> Uh, I do not remember his Billy, name. Billy, Adam, it, it was, Alan, Alec, it wasn't Steven. Al, it, <laughs> it, it was one of them. Uh, I don't think it was any of the bigger names. But So he got involved, and then that's where the name got coined. Gotcha. And so over the course of it, on face value from my perspective, what this is is gamers basically harassing women. Because it is, it is a lot of women in the game industry that right now, including Felicia Day, who if you speak about this, you get hacked or banned right, or whatever. Right, right. And that's hacked. what happened to Felicia. She, 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 and if you don't know Felicia Day. I'm, I do. You, I mean, like, well, if you, and I don't know you do, but if you're listening to the show and you don't know Felicia Day, Google her. She's amazing. She's um, funny and she's crazy. She did um, her own web series that was, was fantastic. Uh, I've, I first saw her on Buffy. And was yeah. a fan of hers. Um, she's a she's a fine actress, and she's done a lot of things. She's on Eureka for a while. Um, and uh, I cannot think of the web show. What was the red show web show called? I'm I'm, I'm not even done explaining it. I'll just because I feel there's more. Oh yeah, I was just trying to figure out. I was so, trying to identify Felicia Day. So what happens on for, from journalists from game websites is then you have actual sites against gamers, which is getting weird because people want to make stances. Right. So you have sites like, I believe Polygon was one of the sites who would make an article basically saying, we don't want you here if you support this. You know? Right. So then you have media versus their own consumers. Right. Which has never happened before. And and now there's a running joke that I run, but many people who were harassing women originally or, you know, is now saying, no, this is about ethics in video game journalism. And they're trying to coin into that because the journalist who got cheated on, you know, they're like, she was dating him, you know, the, the, the person was dating for review scores, right? Which is wrong because that journalist never did an article about her game. Right. So, so there is no link, but so, so they're trying to make one. This, this is a, from what my perspective, mm-hmm. from what you've just told me, this was a private matter that people's feelings got hurt mm-hmm. and released it public. And because yes. of the nature of gamers, gamers are a competitive lot anyway. And it has escalated into this ball of vitriol. This is not mm. the first time that women have been harassed in the game industry. That's true. Um, there, there was an incident with... But, but I don't think it's just women. Mm-hmm. Um, we... I think the problem is death threats have gotten out of hand in this media a lot. Um, we look at um, Oculus Rift being bought by Facebook, the amount of death threats that went there. There was a writer who worked on Dragon Age 2. Death threats over video games? I'm saying from people. From people, over, but over... You, you, I mean, it's, to me, I mean... I think it's ridiculous. Well, I think it's too. Look, I, look I'm a feminist before I'm a gamer. Right. I love video games, but I love people. Right. Okay? I... I my perspective is simple. If the women won this, 
all that would we would not lose any games. I don't think any game would be less sexual. I think we'd have a more variety of games. I see games that encompass all genders and all tastes and interests, which I don't see a harm with. I think games should be for everybody. Yeah. But I mean, I think you know, games are like I mean, games are any like any other media or entertainment. I mean, there's a there's room for everybody. Well, the problem is, is that gamers just. A lot of gamers don't feel that way. They they're worried about their baby being touched, and if you and if you because we're kind of in our own bubble. It's kind. Of, let me put it this way: every time the news talks about games being violent, you hear a giant like backlash, right? Because you don't want to be judged, and and I think there is just a fear that exists, and I think it's more fear than actual anger, um, which is where the death threats come from. I think like Ocu- like Facebook buying Oculus Rift, you're afraid Facebook's gonna mess with it. But the, the fact that is our easy response, that isn't good. And that's, and that's a societal problem and, um, with the Internet age. And I, I can't say it's just gamers because I feel like this is too... As I say, gamers are fighting gamers right now. This could enter another area, but right now this is happening in the game industry. And, and, and that, that quasi-sense of ownership mm-hmm. isn't, isn't just toward gamers a lot of us in one would say the nerdy geeky kind of realm of, of things that we enjoy we take up we we take this quasi ownership of, of of these things uh look at people's opinions about george lucas and the, the episode one and how dare you ruin my childhood how i dare feel you... this is on a different scale. no it is but it is but I, I'm, I'm trying to compare the fact that we I think if you're going to go closer, I'm not disagreeing with you. Right. But if you're going to go closer, I would say a Comic-Con cosplayer and say you're not a real fan of Star Wars. Oh, right. Oh, I think that's probably where you're closer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's just this. ridiculous to me, too. I mean, Oh, it is. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm celebrating fandom. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've done this work. I, I'm a fan of, of, of this. Of course I'm a fan. Uh, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. I just... You know, my, my simple opinion on anything is that everyone should... It, when somebody likes something I like, I don't care how involved they are into it. If they're digging it, then that makes me feel good. Because right. that means that more people are enjoying a thing I like. Right. I, can, I came to Doctor Who late. You know, that but right. I not received any negativity from people. Even though I'm just now getting into it. Right. You know, and it should be that. Oh, mine is sometimes when I forget to tag you on Doctor Who posts. Yeah, yeah. I, but that. I forgot. I, but I'm sorry. I, this is not the first time no, you tagged me. Right, right. Because, you Even know, outside of Doctor I'm Robert, a bad friend, Eric. I remember a specific instance of let's go on a trip and play this video game, oh. Primal Rage. Oh, yeah. And we still need to do that. When are we doing that? When it comes down to money. <laughs> Maybe next semester. Seriously, I really want to do it. Um, Why aren't we? should. We should. Speaking of not my show. You know, no, no. I mean, they're making a new Primal Rage, by I, the way. I, I had heard. I had heard. I'm looking forward. Uh, you know, maybe we can take a, a memory card radio on, on the road or something. Do all of our shows on the road? It'll be a. It'll be the Avengers. It'll be our podcast <laughs> where we all show up. Well, um, Atlanta. There's we we are planning a trip to Atlanta in March. And in March, I'm already going to be on another trip. Right. I'm going to warn you this now. On, on air, I just realized. Are you in Prague? Are you in... I might be in New York. Oh. Huh? Nice. Maybe. New York is nice. It's spring break. You can go. It's spring break. I love New York. but Take off my shirt. <laughs> A lot of us are going to Atlanta. and um, There's zombies there. I wouldn't want to go there. <laughs> uh, our plan is to... There are a few of us going to Atlanta, and uh, we're going to do a live podcast there. Mm-hmm. That was the I was talking to Aaron about that today. And so we're and they'll have a logo, and yeah, you know, it's going to be fun. So if you're going to be in New York, we'll just we'll just Skype you in. Totally, that'd be fun. I mean, yeah, I mean, we'll have our experiences in pair. Right, it'd be, it'd be something different, and try to get us a little audience or something for it, even if it's just our friends. I mean, I guess that's the best we way we all to. work together anyway. We do. Our network, I see that as a success story. So, um, back to the topic at hand before we get too too lost in it. Um, yeah. Where do you see this ending? I see it ending by fizzling out. 
Okay. Is where I, I, I don't see a change necessarily. I would like there to be a change. Oh, yeah. What I've always said um, when it comes to gender issues and anything of race or anything when it comes to video games, um, you know, it, to get more variety, what needs to happen is people need to make games. And I really believe that. And I know that it's hard to do, especially when, when the attitude is the way it is with with people but but ultimately the way to, to to make a media more inclusive is to make it and start getting out there and doing it yourself well I said really well said well said you know is there anything else we should know about this uh, for gamergate that's basically my perspective i'm sure if you got somebody who is for it they'll tell you that i'm a load of shit but uh from my perspective that is that is the situation so let's move on to other topics Okay. That we can, you know, because you're excited about You're talking about... Um, caught up on Marvel. You're caught up on Marvel, <laughs> so he wants to talk about that, and so... I have now seen every movie, and I am caught up on the TV show. I say I'm not caught up on S.H.I.E.L.D. yet, but that's uh, okay. How, how far did you get in the show? Three episodes. Oh. So, from my perspective with that show, is that the first half of season one's not the best. Right. But it's setting up interesting things. I agree. Um... And, and once I, it gets interesting, it stays interesting. What I did with Shield was I made the conscious the conscious decision to binge watch it, mm-hmm. and I haven't been binge watched it yet. I See, think, I watched it binge watched. Yeah, and so when I did it, but but um, I feel like the Joss Whedon writing kind of takes hold. When, once um, you see Captain America too, I did. Not, I'm, I'm caught up when on that. that Film wise, I'm caught up. When that crosses over is when that show picks up right because it has to yeah i know yeah because you know she, spoiler alert shield don't know spoiler alert it's my show spoiler alert <laughs> um shield collapses i didn't know that <laughs> did you watch did, uh i was playing you, my game boy you were not watching winter soldier i said i saw all the episodes i didn't say i was watching every episode <laughs> it's one of the movie. winter soldier <laughs> That's what happened. It is a good movie. Shield kind of collapses. Hydra's kind of snaking around being Hydra. All our favorite heroes are are split up. Um, Mm -hmm. Maria Hill's trying to get a job at Stark. (laughs) So the show, if I'm going to compare it to the movies, I'd actually say if it was a movie, it'd be just for ranking purposes, it would be my third favorite movie. What are your first two? Uh, Captain America 2 and Guardians of the Galaxy, which is, I know they're the most recent, but Captain America 2 was just really fantastic. Oh, it was, it was. It, and, and Guardians was really fun. I, what I like about both of those films is that they successfully took genre movies and then added superheroes. I think mm-hmm. that's what their thought Guardians was. Guardians didn't even have superheroes, unless you make Count Groot because he could stretch. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're determining of heroes, but I think... With with Captain America, it is a political spy thriller mm-hmm. with Captain America. Yeah, and it's awesome. And the action wasn't bad either. Right, it's like a, it's like a Bourne film or a Bond film. It's just it's crazy fun. fun. The best fantasy is when you just sparkle it in there. And, and that's what they did. They, and it's so it was so good. I actually watched it again. I saw it in the theaters in IMAX 3D in California. I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it after the fact. But that movie was what made me care about this universe. And now I said, you know, I see these movies anyway, I might as well care. Right. I care now. I, I, um, we talked about this in the last Mobcast about, about the, the Marvel movies. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You know, but, um, cause Aaron mm-hmm. had, hadn't finished Avengers yet. Oh. He gets like 10 minutes, 15 minutes and he couldn't finish it. He just loses interest. And I, I feel that way about the earlier Marvel films. Well, the, okay, so... I, I'm not crazy about... I'll be honest. I'm not crazy about any Marvel movie until Avengers. I, I, it's fine. And, I then, mean, and, then, and then I'm not crazy about Thor The Dark World or Iron Man 3. Well, Thor has never been that good. Um, and, but I love Captain America and I love Guardians of the Galaxy, Winter Soldier and um, Guardians of the Galaxy. So we basically have the same favorite. Right. But, yeah, but yeah. I think, um, okay. I so, think in different order. But. So I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> I, I didn't care too much even when I saw Avengers. And I had seen all the superhero movies before that. Just because they're mm. good excuses to go out. But I liked Iron Man 1. I enjoyed that film. I just, I, go ahead. Here's the thing. I'm not calling it a great movie. Right. I just said I enjoyed it. Right. All the movies after that felt like it was just setting up Avengers, mm-hmm. and which is fine, but they weren't as entertaining by themselves, and they, they got... I, I was getting burned out on superhero movies by the time Avengers came out. I, I got was you. already burned out. Right. 
I think why Phase 2 worked well is that they were movies. Like, it felt like it was less about setting up and it was more that things were happening in the movie that made it interesting. Right. And and I'm, I'm going to include Iron Man 3 in that, even though I understand the complaints with it. With the Mandarin and 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 you can say pacing and, and you know it was it was a, it was kind of a comedy is how I view that. Well, it's funny and it's good funny. Don't get me wrong, the writing it's funny. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s delivery is amazing. Um, I'm like, not putting it on the same level for the record. I'm not either. It's just um, here's how I rank these things. It it all comes down to rewatchability, and I've I, I don't have to see Iron Man three again. I get that. I can watch Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and I can watch the Avengers, and I can definitely watch Guardians of the Galaxy over and over again. In a weird way, this is what Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is. The first half of season one is phase one of the movies. (laughs) And then once Captain America comes out, it becomes that side. Forget phase one, phase two. Phase one ends after Thor. Right. And then it goes straight into the good stuff. Right. And and it's so good that I think they have to keep it consistent. And we already know their work. It's going to be that way because we've got the Civil War coming up. Well, Avengers 2 looks dark. An interesting. I thought they changed the title to Serpent Society. No, that was just um, that for was, Captain that, America. That was to mess with people. I thought that was at the announcement. The announcement originally showed Serpent Society, and then they announced it was the Civil War, um, and they changed it. The it was a joke, just to mess with um, people who heard the leaks. So don't don't worry about that's not happening. No, Civil War. <laughs> I don't know. It Civil is officially War. the Civil War. Civil War shouldn't happen though. It's that I don't happen in the movies. Huh? It has not happened in the It movies. shouldn't happen in the movies. It's a Civil War was a bad I will say it. Civil War was a, a long drawn out bad storyline. That might be true. But they but I see Marvel is including Ultron, they might take an old story and spin it differently. Right. But for one thing, they don't have Spider Man. This is gonna be Black Panther that they're fighting over. Well, they're already switching things up. Well, I imagine it, it has a chance to be different. Well they're you know, there's Sony and um Marvel, Disney are trying to work things out. They might be trying, but it's not going to happen by the time that movie comes out. We know that for a fact. I don't know. I do know because they've already said that Black Panther is the pivotal character. Well, that's that's fine, but you know, Spidey can. I mean, Spidey's guys should show up before. I don't want Spider Man. I want a good Spider Man. I like. I I have a good Spider Man, and and I don't need him back. Like like part of what I enjoy about these movies, especially once I started caring about the Marvel stuff, is that I don't know them. Like, like, I knew Spider-Man, X-Men, all those things growing up as a kid when I saw the cartoons. Right. I wasn't familiar with even Iron Man when that came out. These are Most of these are mysteries to me. Okay. I don't know anything about... I don't know who Ant-Man is. I don't know who the Inhumans are. I don't know who Captain Marvel is. But I'm, I'm really kind of surprised about the Inhumans, you know, in, in Phase 3, if, if you haven't watched it. Inhumans is one of the films in Phase 3, and... Yeah. It's... They're, I'm not crazy about them. I, most people would have said the same for Guardians, and look what happened. I, I'm just saying that they can mess with these things, and I see them as... Well, Black Bolt doesn't speak. Um, see, I'm excited because of that. Uh, it sounds like they'd have to resort to interesting storytelling oh, techniques. But then you got to wonder, is it's going to be the same situation as, as Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, who are both in Disney and in Fox... Because of uh, their Fox has has the license to everything X Men, everything mutant. Mm-hmm. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are mutants, so technically they have the license. Um, Disney has the license to Avengers. Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are technically Avengers, so that's how they get the. the so they snuck it in. All right, so Crystal, who's an Inhuman, she's got long, giant red hair. She and see, all I know about the Inhumans is the name. In humans, Black Book's the king, and that uh, if he speaks, it ends the world. Or something. Oh, wait, he, his 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 voice is very very powerful. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can he can level up city with a with a, a voice a whisper. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal's his wife, I believe, and she speaks telepathic for him. Problem is that she's also a fit member of the Fantastic Four, which is over at Fox. Yeah, but they're not doing Fantastic Four. They they they've complete. They're, they're so not integral. They're cutting out Fantastic Four elements. Completely out of the Marvel universe. Oh no, no, in the comic universe because Fox is still trying to do a movie. Oh, I know that, but they, they Marvel for the cinematic universe, right. Will have nothing to do with the Fox version. There will right. be no. I don't care about that. No, no, no. Is it, what I'm saying. No, it's. I'm. I'm just. I, I'm. I'm looking at legality. 
okay. you know, with the, the Fantastic Four and the Inhumans have such a tight history together. Mm-hmm. It's really weird to see how they're going to leg you know, legally work that out. It'll be interesting. I mean, you know, that, that's kind of my boat. I'm, I mean, I'm, you I'm get Lockjaw. Lockjaw is a bulldog with a tuning fork on his head that teleports. See, I'm, I'm just in it for this ride because I don't know where it's going, and I'm excited. They were created by the Kree, who also created human beings. Um, they get their powers from the Tangren Mist, Ooh. and so they're technically mutants. Okay, technically. Well, let me let me rephrase the question: mm-hmm. Are you excited about those awful DC movies that are announced? No. Good. Because I hated Man of Steel. I'm not gonna lie, and they are doing a terrible job at this. And I will go see Dawn of Justice. I guess what it's called. Look here, I will. I will. You know, I will. I will be honest. That's what I'm trying to say. I will be honest. I love Zack Snyder. I'm a huge Zack Snyder fan. I actually like him. I I like everything he's done. I wouldn't go that far. Except Man of Steel, <laughs> and well, I was excited because I'm like, I, I'm not, I'm not the biggest Superman guy. I'm not the biggest DC guy, but I'll go see Batman. Christopher Nolan surprised the hell out of me with I Batman. I don't blame Zack Snyder with the with the entirety of Man of Steel. Like, I don't either. What I blame is DC's intervention. Or look at look at this plan. Like we. We're already at the Justice League movie. They are like like. There's no sense of patience. Yeah. With this DC thing, they're not even well, they're making, looking at they're looking at Marvel and trying to count their own Avengers money. I know, but the problem is, I mean, I'm sure it's going to make money. I, I'm sure oh yeah. Dawn will make money. I actually don't think Justice League will make that much money. It depends on where where it fits in the schedule. It's the third movie. So, but where's it fits in? Like, what's it up against? Because Dawn's up against. Um, Avengers. Even there, like, let me, let me put it this way. Most people I talked to, outside of nerds, didn't care for Man of Steel. Oh, yeah, it's because it's well, bad. Well, that's what I'm saying. If Dawn of Justice, that's, in my opinion, their last chance. Because if common audience doesn't like Dawn of Justice, because they're going to see all the superheroes, they're in that. Like, the Justice League, it will not be exciting to get them to have a movie. You've now seen them all. Right. After, I expect Dawn of Justice to be big, but after that, they 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 got to nail it because they will lose steam completely. And I'm going to be honest with you, I have no interest in Dawn of Justice because I'll go see it because of the novelty. I'll go see it mainly just to see Ben Affleck as Batman. I'm really curious. I'm fine I, with that. I like Ben Affleck. That's I don't have a problem with Ben Affleck. My problem is that how my problem is how fast they're trying to rush this and the way they're doing about it. I, I want it to be Batman versus Superman, not Batman, Superman, and all their Justice League are in the background. I don't want to see Wonder Woman in this movie. No. I don't want to see Aquaman in this I, just I never want, want to see Aquaman in a movie. I, you're getting it. It was announced. <laughs> um, but I, I, I will not see Aquaman. Give me something simple. Just Batman versus Superman. And you already have a decent premise for Man of Steel. I even better. Why do we even have Batman versus Superman? Because they wanted it. But, like, why? Because they needed a movie before Justice League. But I'm just, I'm just saying... Like, for plot reasons? Yeah, I'm just that, like, what's that's the... assuming I can give DC credit for the film. And I I'm can't just like, that. what's the point? Yeah, well, Zack Snyder's, I think, reasoning was that they, they alluded to it in The Dark Knight Returns, and he said, that'd be cool, let's see it. Yeah. And I, I think that's the reason. And look, I don't dislike Zack Snyder that much. I actually liked Watchmen. Oh, I, I got you beat. I love Sucker Punch. Uh, oh. Everyone hates Sucker Punch. I, I can't defend Sucker Punch. I can. I love Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch is fun. You go ahead. Buddy. I own it. I watched it recently with I, uh, uh, our tech guy, uh, Ethan. I agree to disagree with you. <laughs> um, 300, my problem was with the book. So I, I, I just... Right. The, it, was a, it was a perfect adaptation of a thing I don't like. Right. And uh, and I loved Dawn of the Dead remake. Did you see um, Guardians of Gold, uh, the owl movie? No. That is fantastic. It's probably one of his better films. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'll always appreciate him for what he tried to do with Watchmen. Like oh I, yeah. I feel like Watchmen's unfilmable, and he came the best. He came the closest to it. I, I mean, I'm not gonna call it a perfect movie, but damn, you got close. He did get close, and, 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 and fanboys hate it. But I'm like, oh. well, I mean, what would they rather have? Right. Did, did they want the Fantastic Four director to have it, or what, what? You got as close as an adaptation you're gonna get. Right. And and I'm I'm pretty pleased with the results. But uh, I don't know. I hated Man of Steel. And I did too. And that's like outside it. of Zack or any of that. My part, I just it, did, it, 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 did not, it didn't look like a Zack Snyder film until one shot at the end. I mean, Zack Snyder, 
what I like about Zack Snyder, Zack Snyder's like Tim Burton. You sit down and see a Zack Snyder movie, you know what you're going to get. Yeah, it's going to have this look and this 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 neat kind of, you know, I don't know, whatever. I felt but. like it was Zack Snyder really trying to be Nolan and not pulling it off. Because no, it, it looked like a Nolan movie to me, but without any of the substance. Right, and and and, and I was all excited because it was like Zack Snyder and Christopher Nolan teaming up. I'm like, oh, yes, these two of my favorite guys are going to team up and make an awesome movie. And it's like, nope, not going to happen. Two out of ten. I'd go that far. Ooh, I, I ain't no cool dog. It's bad. It's I, bad. Okay, I won't go two out of ten. If you, if you want a real score, I'd probably give it a four. It's competent. Like visually, it's competent. I, sadly, I hate to say it, things get points for me because I've seen. Okay. I, have, I as somebody who digs from from the top to the bottom, I I, I gotta give compliments to even competent. Visually, it had some decent effects. Yeah, the product placement was hilarious. I, I like to think that was intentionally for comedy mm-hmm. when they would bust inside the IHOP because I was dying of laughter. I the best going, fight in an IHOP I've ever seen. I know. I, I, I know that probably wasn't for comedy, but I loved it. So um, let's get let's, let's let's stop talking about yeah, a okay. bad universe. Let's go back to Marvel. I'm a huge Marvel fan. I, I just am. I love Marvel. I, mean, I love Stan Lee. He's 92. He is 92. That blew my mind. He I is. used to think, like I heard this theory that he was times. the watcher in all these movies and that's what they're leading up to. And then I heard he was 92 and I said, never mind, that is not the reason. They just love him. Do you, see, you, you did see the cutscene from Guardians where he was in the, in the collector's collection. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I wish they would have kept that. I don't like the Disney of the comic book industry. What? I mean, he he and Jack Kirby created a bunch yeah. of it. I mean, and then, rest in peace, Jack Kirby. Right, rest in peace, Jack Kirby. And I think I think you know, um, especially with the, well, I'm a huge X Men fan. So you know, after Stan, you got Chris Claremont and his crazy self kind of mm-hmm. shaping that that universe. But so, are you excited? Of anything specific in Phase Three? Um, I mean, honestly, most of it is the mystery. I'm, I'm so, did you know any about anything? I know you said you didn't know anything about the Inhumans. You know, I'm, I'm familiar. Look, for how I am as a comic book reader, all right? I read graphic novels. Well, I don't read comics, and what I mean by that is like I tend to find the bigger events and I check those out. So right. So you I, read, I've read trades. I've read Civil War. I've read you know um, a little bit of of, of of multiple of things, but not as much from. Phase three, mm-hmm. and and I think that's partly why I'm excited because I've seen now. I I didn't know who Guardians was. That was the first time I think I walked into the theater completely not knowing who it was. James Gunn did such a good job. Well, with that I film. always loved James Gunn. I do too. I, I've I, been a fan of his ever. I since. mean, James Gunn's the reason why I went to see um, uh, Guardians because I was, you know, I know about the Guardians and um, I was skeptical when they announced it, and because I was like, how the hell they're going to do Rocket and make Rocket. Work. They nailed them. Oh yeah, and Groot. They made. I mean, I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> and I mean, nailed it completely. Perfect casting, by the way, for Groot because people don't think of Vin Diesel as a voice actor, but he was Iron Giant, and I'm pretty sure that's where the logic came from. Oh, yeah, that, and then uh, and um, he voiced. Perfect. I am Groot for every country. I was just about nine thousand times he did it, and, and it's not the same take. He. He had a script that told him what he was trying to say, so, yeah. and then he would just say, "I am Groot to that." And I just, I don't know. I mean, I loved Guardian. I always loved Gun. So that was, that was a movie. But, but that movie, funny enough, I walked away from it. I didn't love it that much. But the more I thought about it, I loved it. And I think the reason is I was expecting it to be more unconventional. Right. I think when I walked out, I'm like, it's the same thing. It ends with the big third act of the explosions. I don't care about. And they had the fake death that you know is always in there. But then I thought harder about the movie, and I realized how brilliant the opening of that movie is. Oh, yeah. It is the greatest opening in a Marvel film, mm-hmm. I would say, because for the dumb reason, you have this really emotional cancer mother scene, mm. and it's hitting hard, and it's like the sappiest thing you've ever seen. And, I, and, I, and then all of a sudden, this one random UFO is just like, fuck this one particular kid, and just gleams him up. And I, I was in stitches. And from that point on, it kept that tone. Just the, eh, why not? It, I loved it. I, I, I did too. Um, I was excited to see it mm-hmm. when I saw it. The last movie that did that for me was Avengers. And before that was probably Return of the Jedi when I was a kid. 
Ooh, man, you don't get excited easily. I mean, well, yeah, if it was Return of the Jedi. I've seen a lot of movies, and I love movies. No, I've seen, I get that. I'm just saying. But, like, I saw Avengers, and it on the edge of my seat, and just cheering, and, I mean, I take that back. The last time I had felt, but I, I felt differently, but when we saw um, Grindhouse, we saw Grindhouse in a Grindhouse-style theater. One closest thing we had to a Grindhouse is the style theater. Oh, and so, enough. And the, the crowd made that you know, crowd participation made that film fun. I hate that you can't watch that anymore. Because you don't get the real Grindhouse. You no. don't get that experience. No. You can never get that back. But I have it on Blu-ray and it's fun. I, watch, I still watch it. It's fun, but man, that theater experience Oh, yeah. I mean, that movie's made for, made for theaters. Love that movie. Sorry. No, no <laughs> problem. We'll have to, we'll have to do that. Nostalgic. Um, but I, um, Guardians was the same way. I, I you know... It started with the, the sweet, sappy moment, sad, and suddenly it goes on this amazing roller coaster of interesting characters in interesting situations that made me care about it. I wish people told me it was a, a Cowboy Bebop knockoff because that would have sold me right away. <laughs> I, I mean, I've never seen Firefly. I know my fiance is forcing me to watch it, and I will someday. I just—it's like Doctor Who. It's one of those things I put off forever, and I know once I sit down and watch it, I'm going to love it to death because I love everything Whedon does. Watch Serenity for I watched I watched it out Serenity of order. Serenity takes place after. Yeah, I watched it out of order and it worked. It works fine. I'm just gonna watch Firefly first, but I gotta get into it. I think it works. I almost think it works better if you watch the movie. See, I'm, I'm hearing conflicting reports. Because it's like, watch Serenity. Serenity's I like brilliant. Nathan Fillion. So right. I'm already right. knowing. Like right. I know what the show is going to be. I'm already sold. I'm sorry, Brown Coats. I like Firefly. Firefly's uneven. I haven't seen it. Yeah, but it's it's uneven. And so, Bebop is perfect. Everyone <laughs> should watch Cowboy Bebop. That's the one that Firefly was based off of. Oh, I think it's got a lot of Outlaw Star in it, too. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds cool. <laughs> it has a lot of Outlaw Star in it. <laughs> but yeah, people should have just told me that's what Guardians was. Because I, I kind of went in just knowing James Gunn did it. Right. And if people had told me that it was it was the Cowboy Bebop, the movie, right. I would have been like, oh, I, that's my favorite genre. It's just douchebags in space. <laughs> like, like that's always been my favorite thing, and it's. I, I hope we get a million knockoffs of Guardians of the Galaxy, and that just becomes a trend. It's just jerks in space. Oh, um, we'll probably get it from DC with Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't announce a Lobo movie. Or not yet, but they're. <laughs> they have announced ten years of movies, and not one of them was Lobo. That is depressing to me. So, Phase Four. What would you like to see? Uh, I'll be dead. <laughs> That's no, you on phase four. Climate change and all my life. <laughs> um, I don't know. What were you talking about in the hallway? You wanted you want to see something specific? I wanted. To... What I want to see specific? I don't even remember. Oh yeah, I want a She-Hulk movie. Are you a She-Hulk fan? I am of modern She-Hulk. Um, basically, what I like about okay, so She-Hulk is a character that Marvel didn't know what to do, and I forget the name of the writer, but they, John they, Byrne. Yeah, they turned her into an attorney, and it's basically Harvey Birdman, the, the comic book. All right. It's so All right. good. All right, so she's always been an attorney. Do you, do you know her origin? I don't. I don't know much about her. I will tell you her origin. Um, she, uh, she is Bruce Banner's cousin, and she was in an accident, mm-hmm. and she needed a blood transfusion. And the only person who could give the blood transfusion was Bruce Banner. I love this. And because of the blood transfusion, she becomes a Hulk. Yeah, I want this movie to exist. Um, and then I want, she has had sex with Juggernaut. I want another Howard the Duck movie. They, they've already foreshadowed they can do it. And I feel I like, think James Gunn would love to do one. Here's the thing. I, I mean, no joke. Howard the Duck's probably in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I really think that. But, like... You know who I'd like to see in Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Have you, um, have you read any of the comics yet? I still haven't. All right, so... Neil Gaiman came up with this character uh, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. Um, Angela, she's a angel, and she was in the Spawn comics for a little while. All over my head. I, I know some Spawn. Right, but she was in the Spawn comics. All right, and so um, I'm not clear on this. And I'll have to Google this later or someone can, can, can clarify this on me. But she um, got some legal – there was some legal mess with her and, and some other stuff. And so – Basically, the legal mess got cleared up, and um, Marvel acquired her. Oh, and so she's currently in the Mar- Guardians of the Galaxy comic book, wow. and so she's it's she's like an offshoot of um, what Thor is, mm-hmm. but I guess from a different realm. 
And um, so she's hanging out with the Guardi- Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's been awesome. That's sweet. That's <laughs> I, I was surprised. Guard. I was reading in the trade and was like, why, why is Angela from a different company? And I had someone explain to me that Marvel acquired her. You know what's really cool about the Marvel stuff just throwing out there? Because we don't know them, you're getting a resurgence of characters that aren't, like, is known. That are now everybody knows them. Right. And so it, it's like... I'm wondering, are you getting a little hipster from that? Are you being like, I knew it before it was cool, and now everyone talks <laughs> no, about no, it? No, 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 I'll even get worse than that. Did you see uh, Days of Future, uh, Present, Past? I still haven't seen it, now. It's great. I it is it. it is the best X-Men movie by far. Um, it's it's just neat. I also excited, not as excited as the Guardians. I like the comic of that, which I have read. Uh, okay, so, all right, spoiler alert. You've read the comic, and so in the comic, Kitty Pride goes back in time to prevent yeah, this horror. Yeah, this time it's Wolverine. It's, it's Wolverine. But do you know who sent Kitty Pride back? It's been years since I've read this comic. My all-time favorite comic book character's first appearance is, is Uncanny X-Men 141 and um, Rachel Summers, the daughter of Jean and Scott. She's the one who sends um, Kitty back, mm-hmm. or Kate, Kate Pride back to Kitty and try to prevent this. In the movie, it's Wolverine, which makes sense to me because Wolverine's kind of ageless. I, I bought, I bought into it. I was like, okay, I got you. But Kitty Pryde's the one that sends him. I don't know how she does it. I, it doesn't make no sense. And I guess it's easier to, to have her do it than explain Rachel. But I want a Rachel Summers in a movie so bad, it hurts. <laughs> See, okay. I, I, it, favorite combo character, her or um. I think I'm just burned out on X Men. Oh, why? X Men's so good. It's not that it's bad. Oh, it's good right now. Or let me rephrase. It, it may be good right now. Oh, it's so but good right now. My God, Hugh Jackman! I've seen you as Wolverine for so many years. So we because he's awesome. It. It's not bad. As a kid, we I thought I'd never get a Wolverine film. I'll tell you why I'm burned out. I have a real reason for. Let it. me finish. As a, as a kid, I thought I never would get an X a, a Wolverine film or Wolverine in a movie because he's supposed to be five two. Yeah. That's like the closest thing we would get is Glenn Danzig, mm-hmm. and um, that never happened. And then um, I was skeptical when X Men One, which it's an okay movie. I saw it. It's pretty but, good at the time. Yeah, and but Hugh Jackman's Logan. I mean, just he. I bought into it, so I don't, oh he nails it. I'm not oh, saying nails he's it. bad at it. I I, I got a real reason. We'll go for I'm, it. I'm tired. I hate X3, and I hated Origins Wolverine. Then you will absolutely love... I know it cancels it all out. You will absolutely... What? In fact, if I said you know, you will... You'll be giddy, because it's just the way they do it. You're like, oh, yeah! I will admit, loved First Class. I did, too. So, I'll say that. Um, Then I saw the other Wolverine movie they made. I forget the name of it. Um, Um, The Wolverine? See, when you have a movie called X-Men Origins Wolverine, and then you have a movie called The Wolverine, I get those titles mixed up. Yeah. But um, I I saw The the Wolverine. I like The Wolverine up until the end. I had to walk out of it because I was just bored. I I really liked it until the end. I don't walk out of movies. The last 15, 20 minutes, I was like, oh, really? (laughs) It was was too much for me. I, um, um... so that's why I'm like. All right, so. Right um, but I love first class. I think so you like just, you like first class. I think it was because it was a different cast. Did you like um, X two? Of course. All right, so I think um, Days of Future Past is a love child between first class and X two. Sounds nice. I mean, it's. I mean, that's the best way. I mean, it's all the best parts but, of X two. All the best parts of first class. Better than Amazing Spider Man two. I've never seen it. I'm done. I. I'm I'm done with Spidey. I'm I, I'm a, done. There is a friend of ours. Um, can I say names on? Sure. Joshua Drew, who came up to me and said, "This is the greatest superhero movie I've seen." Oh, in poor years. Josh. And it's it, and I saw that, and my God, I, I I I don't mean to be mean, but it is the worst movie I think I've seen of the decade. It's really bad. Um, I saw the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yeah. Didn't like him. Oh. Yeah, not a fan. They're they're stupid. Oh, you haven't seen Stupid until you saw Amazing Spider-Man 2. All right. I mean... I'm just not a fan of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Never have. I saw all three of them in the theater. Um, I want you to take the bad moments of the Sam Sam Raimi movies and then make them schlockier, but not intentionally. Right. And and then um, I did not see Amazing Spider-Man 1 in the theaters, but I waited and got it on DVD and watched it or Blu-ray or something. How did you think of that? Um, um, I like... 
I like Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. He's still good as Peter Parker. He nails how Peter is or how Peter, Peter's written. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else in that movie is horrible. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Two's worse. Oh. But but Garfield's consistently good. Right. And, and so and, and, and I feel and, sorry for him. And that's why I'd love to see like Garfield in you know Avengers the the, the Infinity War or something. I would cuz Spidey's such a great character, especially when he's with the Avengers. He's so oh. it, This is dumb to say because it's so soon, but like I kind of wish they rebooted with Garfield again. <laughs> like, like the thing. Like is, we get our hands on it, and be like, none of this worked. We're gonna. Get I know there's like a brilliant movie in here with with that actor as that character because he does a pretty good. He's not the best Spider-Man, but he's a good Peter Parker. All right. The bad and thing I, about the problem with Spider-Man, Spider-Man has horrible rogues. He's like the Flash, and no one. The Flash has the worst rogues ever. I'd also like to point out um, the director of the movie, and, and I feel this explains a lot for how the decisions were made. The name of the director was Mark Webb. <laughs> so I, I like to think that... And they, they tried to make their own movie universe with this. They right. tried to make a Sinister Stick movie, and then they were going to make a Black Cat movie, and they were planning on making all these spinoffs of Spider-Man, and it doesn't work like DC when your base... It's horrible. Well, I read that Fox is trying to do um, what Marvel's doing with um, X-Men and Fantastic Four. See, well, I don't know about Fantastic Four, but I'll say for X-Men, it makes sense in X-Men. Well, no, because you've got you've got a whole bunch of things you can do. You can do X-Force and X-Factor and Deadpool. I'm looking forward to Deadpool. Well, X-Men, by its very nature, is these separate characters There's that come together. together right. It, it, it's, it, it writes itself. For me... And this is just bias, but I just don't care about any other multi-universe. Maybe Star Wars, but like, with the amount of time that I'm spending with Marvel right. and the amount of things that I have to go out and see to fully understand that picture, I don't think I want to do that for other things because oh. if this is a trend, I can't keep up with it. <laughs> I would, um, I would just add to that because I would huge X Men fan. Hopefully one day I want to, uh, somebody will let me direct a film. I would love to direct an action film. I would love to do Inferno. Mm-hmm. You ever read Inferno? Yes. Inferno is fantastic. Probably unfilmable, but it's supernatural X-Men and baby sacrificing and it's dark as hell and uh, different. It was one of the first X-Men stories I read as a kid and was like, oh, I love these people. And I bought, um, I have both omnibuses for it. I have the compendium and the. See, if I could get a superhero, I would love to work with the Punisher. Because I feel, not because not he's the best character by any means. If done right, he could be great. I think I could do that right. Because I could do did you something. See, did you see the um, Thomas Jane, the um, short? I, the short he did? No, I only saw the uh, original movie. Oh, see the short. The short. Thomas Jane wants to be the Punisher again. And so he does a Punisher short, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's it's. If they do punish, it'll probably be a TV show. It's violent. I'm cool. uh, speaking of TV shows. I'm looking for the next the Netflix shows. I'm looking forward to um, watch Shield first. I will. I will watch Shield. <laughs> I will watch Shield. But um, another will look sick. Uh, my favorite. One of my other favorite characters. My. Uh, I've. It seems like all my favorite characters are females, but um, Veronica Mars. <laughs> That's what I've been calling her. <laughs> Veronica Mars? Well, it's just Jessica Jones is that name. Of yeah, have you read Alias? Uh, the, the TV show. But you've never read the comic Alias. Uh, the TV show. That's not the comic. I've read, like, sometimes they have the names on the credits for the TV show. Yeah, but like the, Jennifer Gardner shows up. I've read that. Yeah, but that's no, not... No, I have not read Jessica Jones. But the, yeah, Alias is fantastic, sir. Um... It is two th- things you, you you should look for, or I will let loan you. Um, uh, the Alias series is brilliant. It's one of Brian Michael Bendis's best best works. Um, his splitting about um, fifteen minutes. Ago. I gotta go to the bank. Cool. Um, the um, his run on Daredevil, hmm? brilliant. And so, and they kind of tie in together in some places. But yeah, you, Jessica is this beautifully damaged character. It's the story of someone who was a hero and couldn't hack it, mm-hmm. and because um, not everyone can be a hero, and she's definitely not. 
and it's amazing. So she ends up becoming a private investigator, and that sounds cool. It is a, it is such a good, good. Are good you cut. interested at all at Peggy Carter? I am. I'll, I'll see it. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like because Her- Howard Stark's going to be in it. I have a weird distance with it because when I saw the first Captain America movie, I said, "Wow, this is a bland woman," and now they're giving her a TV show. No, I think it make her interesting. She seemed kind of interesting. I hope so. It's just as a character that fell in love with Captain America, she was boring. Well, that movie's boring. It is. That movie's dull. It is. Phase one was mostly dull. Right, and except so except for Iron Man one, I think that was the reason we ended up seeing it. I think after Iron Man builds the suit, it gets dull. It's interesting up until then. Uh, I agree to disagree. I like the no gang signs. Okay, whatever. I didn't like uh, Iron Man two though, but that's, I didn't either. That's common. Everyone hates that movie. I didn't hate it. I, it's I don't hate any of them except Thor, which is a shame. I don't, I don't like... even hate Thor. I just thought it was the blandest piece of bread on TV screen. I I don't like Thor as a character, and so I'm biased when I walk in the theater. But I see it anyway because Kenneth Branagh directs it. I'm a huge Branagh fan. I have the same opinion as everyone else. Loki is fantastic. Loki's neat. He's a good actor. But Loki's more amazing in Avengers than he is in in both. uh, Minus the scene in um, Thor 2 where he's he's, morphing into folk and and ends up being Captain America. That's, I mean, that's... I, I, That's I Chris Evans was, acting, but I it's, thought he was entertaining in Thor too. He was. He wasn't that good, right? I didn't care about that. No, you know what blew my mind? Chris Evans, you know, is oh, a great yeah, actor, yeah. and I'm just stealing your thunder again. Yes, I had the man of stealing thunder. <laughs> he knows all. That blew my mind when I thought it was Chris Eccleston. Yeah, I was like, oh sweet, it's Doctor Who, and he's evil. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't have a single line. I mean, he probably does, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I just... It I don't remember anything about the plot of that movie. I, I sat there to watch and enjoy it, and I couldn't... Please kill What's-Her-Name. I have... Um, I've not finished it. I'll say that. I have, yeah. I I fell asleep in the, in the theater, and... I so I think Loki has some moments, yeah. But um, it's not a movie; it is no, an experience. I, I rented it at the the library and fell asleep during it again. Thor two <laughs> is a movie that exists so that you can watch something else. You know, this was actually just going to be a segment, but I think now it's just going to have to do as a special episode. Yeah. You, you, you get your own. I, uh, I don't know our own version of between two ferns. I don't know what to, we're going to call this or what to do with this. Hey, that's fine. But um, you got to go in a few minutes, so let, let's recap real quick. Um, uh, Gamergate bad. Gamergate bad. Uh, Marvel movie Marvel good. Good. DC bad. bad. <laughs> um and. Uh, and Zack Snyder can be good. Yeah, he, he definitely can. <laughs> and uh, and uh, offensive comment for me here. Offensive <laughs> comment for you there. Um, memory card radio. Memory card radio. We we're doing a podcast. We're also doing some YouTube videos now. If oh, you cool. Guys are interested? We we, we, we are do, definitely. We do like let's play kind of videos. Cool. We'll fun. definitely we'll definitely link that to the web page um, and to the Facebook page. So wow. With John, Max, and I. Cool. I think that's proper grammar. <laughs> I don't know. I only go Me, Max, John. Um, the Hulk. <laughs> and and our Native American friend. Sometimes. Uh, that's nice. We should um we should find a copy of um what was it Ultimate Marvel? What was the Xbox game? Uh, there's a lot. No, the the it was the multiplayer. They they did two of them, but the second one's horrible. Uh, I, don't the name. I mean, there's so many Marvel games. But it was like you could. It has a million characters, and it. it was based on the, on the X Men games from PlayStation Two, which I love. Like I know what you're talking about. I just can't. Uh, think of I think it's Ultimate. It, it doesn't. It, it we doesn't, should we should do that together. It doesn't ring. Name. Get four of us together. There are some out. most Marvel games. I'll warn you. I now, own it. <laughs> most Marvel games are awful, but. Once in a blue moon, you get a Spider-Man two, or you get a Lego Marvel superheroes. Or I like um, or Capcom Marvel versus Capcom. I like um. No, you don't. There are two X-Men games for PlayStation two that are fun. You know what uh, X-Men games really good that you would never think? What? Uh, there was the Origins video game. Uh huh. 
That game is amazing. It's I, I'm not way kidding. better than the movie. The reason is it's M-rated for one. Uh-huh. It does not follow the events of the movie, and it was made by people who had did not give a shit. <laughs> I am dead serious. If you can get your hands on the X-Men Origins video game, I remember you could see it at GameStop all the time for like seven bucks. It's probably still there for like seven, bucks, <laughs> but it is better than you'd ever imagine. Right. It's it's really good, but other than that, I hear Marvel's like tried to stop people buying games. They're not making games right now. They, they, right. they said their rule is now they're going to make games that live up to the movies and shit. Which, which should is, be good, Which hopefully. should. Which they should. I wish they would have came out with their MMO. I saw um, the um, demo of that. It's oversaturated. What we, what we need, I want video games that are as important as the TV shows and the movies. And combine them all together and make this multimedia interesting thing. Transmedia, yeah. Yeah. Trans. Oh, Mop Studios, the the parent company of the Mopcast Network. We are a transmedia company. Yeah, we like to mix your media. <laughs> Sometimes good for the best. Well, this was fun, Eric. Thank you for Thank having you. me. We, on. we haven't hung out in a while, and we we definitely had a podcast in a while. I'm always up for hanging. I'm just so busy. Uh, yeah, it was problem, a crazy semester for all of us, and so. Yeah. But um, I'm glad we turned this into a segment instead of, I mean, longer than a seg- show than a no, segment. No, no, this can still be a segment. And then whatever is left over can be just the rest of the show. I'll just, I will just, I will edit this and probably air it later this week. All right. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. We're shaking hands because it's an audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you all can see that at home through visuals. Uh, memory card radio. You know, in fact, if, you got, it, if you've got two hands, just put them to lock them together and, and raise them up and down. Put you, one in your armpit, make a squeaky noise. If you want. You know, that's something. We all do it. Yeah, we have to go. We'll have to talk, talk comics again. We'll have to do it again. You'll be surprised how little I know. Well, so I can educate you. I know a lot. I mean, I, a lot of... Ask me questions, I know. Is Ant-Man a man or an ant? A man. He doesn't turn Are into a... Are they going to make a tick movie? I don't know. I but want that. Netflix wants to do a show with... Patrick Warbur- and I, Warburton. And another I'm, one? Yeah. And I'm up for that. I'm up I for just, that, too. I want the tick, the film. I want the big budget with Howard the Duck as a sidekick and Duckman and DuckTales because Disney owns them. <laughs> you too. want a duck movie. I want Donald Duck and Daffy Duck to team up. Daffy's Warner Brothers. With the tick. For no reason. I, I don't care if he's... <laughs> and this is where Eric gets off-tangent and becomes a madman. Listen to me. Listen to me here, okay? Now, now we know they can do this. I've seen... Uh, what was that movie? Uh, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. We can have this happen. That is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. That I never wasn't alive. Again. Now's my oh, lifetime. I feel so old. <laughs> Let me have it. I was so old. I'm Kingdom not dead Hearts, yet. it happens all the time. Do they cancel King of Hearts 3? No, it's in the works. I read that they canceled it. No. No. <laughs> I hope not. No. I can't take this. <laughs> and, Eric, and Eric leaves. On that note, um, I don't know what we're going to call this show, but uh, we had fun. We actually talked for almost. Actually, can you spare three minutes? Uh, three, two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. We can almost go an hour, uh, a full hour. We're at 57. Might as well time it up. I'm going to be late to the back. And if I am, you owe me 30 bucks. But, um, you go. I'm not, I have no money. You owe me 30 bucks. But, um, you owe me 70. For what? For being on my show. I see how it is. Yeah. Well, when that memory card radio money starts showing up, <laughs> don't you take it because it's on my hands now. It's on your hands now. Yeah. I see how it is. This is offense. I, I just wanted your fans. That's all I wanted you on the network for. Well, don't worry. I don't have any. Ever since I started talking about Gamergate, I lost all <laughs> They're all just like down with hair. <laughs> well, that's because you support women. I do. Gamers don't. They pay the bills. They make Even female wrong. gamers are like, I hate women. They do, to be fair. Well, that's not fun. I mean, we love women here and I, men. We and love women. We love people. It's truthfully we do. I mean, that's why we do this stuff. I mean, I love people, but I really like Cosmo Dog more. And he was in, I think that was his name, the Guardians, the Dog and the Astronauts. Oh yeah, the, the, yeah. That's way better than all you people <laughs> because it's a dog in an astronaut suit, and that's just adorable. Uh, yeah, a cosmonaut suit. He's Russian. Yeah. He's Probably. a co- he's communist. Think he's gonna be in the second movie. Probably. Who knows? Speaking role. Who do you think he's gonna play? In? What actor? Big name actor, go. Alright, for for the last minute. Uh, we got one minute to go in there. Yakov Smirnoff? 
I was trying to have a serious <laughs> moment with you. You don't even know who Yakov Smirnoff is. No. Sounds like the name of the licorice. I, I didn't make it up. It is a real name. It's a real person. I believe you. I just He's a real comedian, too. Is he good? Um, does he play the banjo? No. Does, does Do you play the banjo? Well, I'm not a comedian. You, you, you are funny looking. See, see, that's what you call birth effect. Okay, but that really doesn't have anything to do with my skills at the banjo. Uh, I learned the skills of the banjo after, and and I still can't play it, but I can do. Okay, I feel like we're close I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't know how to play banjo, sir. I, I've played banjo kazooie plenty of times. Uh, great game. Is it a good game? Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for um, listening. Um, this is what happens when you have me too long. Memory card radio is this for 24 hours straight. <laughs> Enjoy. Go make something in the universe. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.